Welcome to the Rockstar Media Podcast, Martial Arts Stuff. Uh, today is an excerpt from show 33 about knife laws. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to contact us, we are at rocksormedia.com. That's R-O-X-O-R media.com. Thank you very much and enjoy the show. Let's get into this. Okay. So the first topic we have is martial arts, and uh, I got a karambit as a gift from our instructor for my black belt. Sterling yes. also got one. Uh, a karambit, for those of you that don't know, I mean, you could just do a little search for it, but um, it is generally a, um, it's a curved knife with a straight blade that is held in the reverse position for the most part. Right. It's sort of um, shaped like a claw. It's the sort general of, shape is the general that of shape. A claw. Uh, it it reminds me a lot of the harpy that uh, Hannibal used in the movie Hannibal. Yes, it's a little bit similar to that. Although the harpy has a curved blade, and I believe traditionally though handle. the carom the carom bits do have a curved blade because they're actually they they were created after their what do you call it? They're based on an, an animal animal tools animal claws. Ah, That's like the crab. Like the vicious and deadly crab. Uh, sure. Sure, okay. I'm making crab signs with my hands, by the signs. way. Signs. Signs. Uh, um, so, yeah, so... So, anyway, I started doing research on the knife laws in right. Michigan to see if I Because we want to be able to carry them. I want to be able to carry them. Um, and, you know, let's set aside all of the debate about why would you really want to carry a knife and isn't it more dangerous and blah, 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 because obviously... As a trained individual, you're not gonna do things like reach for your knife if you get a knife if you get into a bar fight. Right. That's just a bad idea, you know. You might take a couple of socks in the head, but there's gonna be somebody breaking up the fight momentarily. Right. So it's not worth it. Anyway, regardless of all that stuff, um, the more research I did, the more it became an intellectual curiosity. Yeah. More than it was trying to figure out whether I could carry my knife or not, because the laws are very, very ambiguous. And yes, they actually, are. purposefully so, I yeah. believe. Actually, I, uh, I, I went up to the Michigan <clears throat> l- legislative site, yes. ooh, legislative, ooh. Uh, and downloaded or copied and pasted actually some laws uh, based on firearms or dangerous weapon carrying with unlawful at- intent is one of the laws, and the other law is concealed weapons carrying penalty. Yes. And so there's really two things going on here. One, it's carrying a dangerous weapon with unlawful intent. Right. Or carrying a concealed weapon, right? Um, the interesting thing, and, and really what it comes down to as far as unlawful intent goes, is it's illegal to carry a pistol or other firearm dagger, dirk, razor, stiletto, or knife having a blade over three inches in length, or any other dangerous or deadly instrument. Correct. Everything else is perfectly legal. So, I guess my confusion lay is, why don't they just say any 
dangerous or deadly weapon or instrument. Because all of the things that they just said in, are dangerous right. or deadly weapons. They probably were specific about certain things because people probably at some point in time tried to claim, well, yeah, I'm carrying a dagger, but it's not really dangerous. You know what I mean? And this, uh, one of the case studies I heard, I, I, I saw online, which I think is really interesting, a, tricks that, a, a trick that the cops use is if they get you out of your car and they say, do you have any weapons on you? Now, oftentimes, your natural inclination is to say, well, I'm, I'm, carrying a, I'm carrying a knife. Right. You have just said... I'm carrying a weapon. You are carrying a weapon. And so the way you really have to phrase it is to say, well, I don't have a weapon, but I have a utility knife on me. Right. And so... That of course, nobody's going to think of that when they're freaking out, and the cops. If the cops no got one, you out of the car, no and one asking about is going weapons, to be thinking that. Right, the point you're, being you're is, is that is that what all these laws get into become now it's a judgment of it's it's it it's a judgment that the cop is going to have about what is your intent with this object. Correct. Right. What is your intent with this knife? Um. Uh, and do they want to pursue it any further? Right. And if they decide to pursue it further, then it's up to the DA to decide what your intent was with that item, that knife. And if they want to pursue it any further, and if they choose to pursue it, then it's up to the judge. The thing is, though, uh, it's going to be almost impossible for them to prove you had some you know, ill-conceived intent. intent. When you're carrying a pocket knife. That's right. I mean, the burden of proof is on them. Now, that's that true for a pocket knife, but I think what's interesting is a karambit is, looks like a dangerous weapon. It is, it's a martial art weapon. Correct. It is designed, traditionally designed, for self-defense or offense, for that matter. So, well, I could say it's a utility knife, and they couldn't prove me wrong, really. I guess to some degree, if you got a real asshole on your hands, you know, technically, the DA could technically maybe take it to court. Right. And where a lot of this came from is, um, I'm going to have uh, Jen Woodburn, the side of my karambit, with San Yendo, Shodan, Dan Williams, 2006 on the back. Ah, cool. Um, so now, not only is it a dangerous looking knife, it's also got the name of a martial art on it. Right. Which makes it less believable that yeah. I use it to cut boxes open. Well, and look, I I don't carry mine. I carry mine a couple times, and then I started doing some research on the laws because this wasn't sure. And after I found you know all this yep. similar stuff, I thought, you know what? It's, it's just such, not worth it. It's such a gray line yeah. that it's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, the chances of me getting pulled over and a cop needing to search me and ask me if I have any weapons on me is probably slim. And but if it happens, the last be... thing I want is for them to have something. Right. And also, then the chance that they're going to be an asshole about it is a whole nother story. Right. Cops not going to be an asshole about a pocket knife, a fold-up pocket knife. Right. No big deal. But when you when they you know when you pull out your Karen bit, that cop's gonna he's gonna give you a look. Oh, well, he <laughs> and is. He's gonna be like. Um, but then he has to ask himself the question: Is this something that's worth actually taking this guy down to jail for? Right. And that all depends on your attitude. And that all depends on your attitude and his attitude. What's right. his day like? Has he been having a bad day? Right. 
You know, so it gets into that really, really weird, fuzzy area right. where you just never know, yeah. and that's why it's not worth it. Well, you don't know. And what I thought was interesting is one of Jen's suggestion was, "Well, go down to the police station and say, is this legal for me to carry?'" And I was talking to a friend of mine that knows a lot of cops, and he said they don't know. No, not they, only that, it doesn't matter because right. they may say yes. However, if the cop you find on the road is pissed off and having a bad day, he's still going to take you That's in right. on it, and you're still going to go through all that trouble. And you can say, well, Betty down at the at the police station said it was okay for me to carry. They're going to go... Well, Betty was wrong. Yeah, Betty was wrong. <laughs> and Betty's a freaking secretary. Right. She, what the hell does she know? Right. In fact, the interesting thing that I noted, especially when the, concealed carry, the new concealed carry for firearms mm-hmm. laws came out, most of the police officers that I talked to didn't even know those right. laws. They the don't. cops don't know. They don't. The cops and will go, that looks dangerous to me. I right. think it's wrong. I'm going to arrest you. And, and it. I, I mean, in defense of the cops, they can't. Right. They can't too know, much stuff they can't know the subtle details of every single law. I mean, even lawyers have to do case research right. because they don't know the subtleties of every law. Right. And especially when you're talking about this stuff, these laws yeah. are very, very subtle. If the cops have any doubt about it and, they're, and they just think that it's not right, they'll right. arrest you and they'll say, let the lawyers and the judges handle the rest. Their yep. job is not to determine... I'm going to ask the DA if they think it's worth pursuing. Right. Um, so the, the concealed weapons one uh, looks as if... Uh, yeah... Person should not carry a dagger, dirk, stiletto, double, double-edged, non-folding, stabbing instrument of any length. Correct. Double-edged weapons in Michigan are completely illegal to carry. Now this is interesting because, or, and then it says, or any other dangerous weapon. Right. So again, you get into or any other dangerous weapon. Right. Um, and I would say, in in in, I think according to this. Those carrying bits qualify as a dangerous weapon. I think so, too. They're not a folding pocket knife that's really usable as some sort of tool. I mean, they can be used as a utility knife. Just as any other knife can Their be. primary purpose is not utility. Right. As much as I'd love to spin it that way because I want to carry mine. But the issue is, is where is the burden of proof? The burden of proof is on them Correct. proving that it is. Right. Not me proving that it's not. But the point is, I've got a pocket knife, I've got a carrying bit. Prove which one. I mean, what are your chances of proving the carambit is a deadly weapon versus the pocket knife? That burden of proof is oh, much absolutely. easier with a carambit. Absolutely. Yep, I agree. I agree. So, so it's so uh, uh, the answer to all this is eh, whatever. Right. We don't know. Well, I think the other thing that's interesting about the vagaries uh, embedded in this these laws here is that this is one more thing for the police to get you on if you're if you're a troublemaker. That's right. They may be looking for right. something to hold you so they can do something yeah. else. Well, and even then, they may take your pocket knife and claim. And you think I about it, right? Be and and, and I think this. that there's there's benefits to the ambig- ambiguity because if, for example, a cop walks into a situation of domestic abuse. Right, and the husband and wife are arguing back and forth and back and forth, but there's not enough as far as the domestic abuse goes to be able to take the guy in to cool him off. Right. You find a pocket knife on him, all of a sudden you can use this as a justification to take him downtown, cool him off overnight, or even a couple of hours, and then, and then yeah. let him go. Well, and the thing is, is those vagaries work both ways, though, as long as people aren't abusing it. I think and so unfortunately, too. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how vague or specific the law is. Yeah. Someone can find a way to abuse yeah. it. So I guess that's really not an issue because, yes, will it be abused? Of course. Right. 
more often than not, probably not. Right. Well, um, I uh, again, I'm I'm, list- I'm still listening to the Pendulot podcast, and uh, one of the things that he points out is that you you shouldn't have so many laws in a society that the majority of your citizens are criminals. Correct. And right now, I do think that's true that in our society, we have so many laws that a vast majority of citizens are criminals. Correct. I mean, if you don't keep your hands at 10 and 2 while you're driving, you are technically a criminal. Really? Yeah. Why is that? It is against the law to not have both hands on the wheel. Ah, it doesn't have to be 10 and 2. Uh, it doesn't have to be 10 and 2. It just has to be on the wheel. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's also against the law to drive without shoes. Is it really? I didn't know that. Yep, you're not supposed to drive without shoes on. So, uh, anyway, the, it's just it's a it's an interesting academic pursuit about the knife laws and the vagaries of, of laws in general, because I think these laws are very typical of all laws, really, and yeah, their vagaries. I think so. And that's why the you know everything gets really washed out right. in court. Well, not that if laws were really easy to understand and to consume, we wouldn't need lawyers. That's true. I should be a lawyer. No, you shouldn't. No? No. All right. Oh, I got a lawyer joke. You do? Yeah. So this guy comes into the bar and he's sitting down. He's like, man, the bartender says, how you doing? And the guy says, man, I just went through the worst divorce trial. You know, these fucking lawyers, I hate them all. All lawyers are assholes. The guy down at the end of the bar goes, hey, man, lay off. And he goes, um, I'm sorry, I just had a really rough day. Are you a lawyer? And he goes, no, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Woo.